What's up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Ask PG Braun. It's been a long time since I've done one of these. I don't even remember when the last one was. So I brought two hosts in with me today. And uh, we'll just go around the table and clockwise, I think, is the is the most fair way to introduce the hosts. Does that, does that sound fair? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, what's up, guys? <laughs> this is Billy G. What's going on, guys? It's IFB Pro Sam again, also known as Super Saiyan Sammy. Uh, and if you guys want, you can feel free to tell me which uh, which host that you'd prefer to have me on here. We all get a kick out of that in the office. It's always the Sammy versus Billy War. <laughs> Billy won last time. They both do. They both do a very good job. Very different. They, they, they bring uh, many different tools to the shed. So we have been on on. <laughs> we've been out of here for so long that we really could do a podcast about nothing. And you guys would be happy about it. Uh, so rather than doing that, we've got about five questions uh, that were probably submitted a while ago. And I apologize that we have not done this in so long. And if I have actually answered them in the Q&As, I probably would have forgot by now anyway. So we'll answer the questions. And then I figured before that, we'll give you guys just a little bit of uh, bullshit about what's going on in the world of Blackstone Labs since the uh, pandemic and the quarantine and everything else went down. I can give you guys, uh, I'll let these guys jump in anytime they want, but I can give you around the last time I think that we did anything uh, would have had to been, I assume, before the Arnold. Yeah, I think it was like February. Yeah, it was the yeah, last February one. early, for sure. Yeah. So I was, um, I was in uh, mediation for my uh, FDA trial, and the week before that, I was talking to some guys that were um, telling me that they had the, the Expo West was shut down and Expo West is a huge, huge, huge event. It's like the, um, as far as like events goes, it's like the size of the Arnold, but it's for um, manufacturing companies, uh, you know, Raws, all that kind of stuff is there. And, and it's a huge, huge event. So I was Juicy like, ingredients. I was like, man, Expo West is shut down. This, this shit from China must, you know, from, from China must be pretty serious. And we had heard, we'd start hearing stuff coming over from guys that we know that were over there and quarantining people. And then, sure enough, I'm at my last day of uh, mediation. It was a long, tiring week. And I said to David, I was like, man, it's going to be freaking. Because we were actually leaving from mediation to fly to the Arnold. And I was like, this is going to be a tiring Arnold. I'm man. so happy I didn't go. And then they dropped the, they dropped the news that night. Yep. So we were ready to go. And they dropped the news that night and said that the Arnold is being canceled. The show will still happen. But everything else is... Uh, shut down now it's a little bit of a relief for me because and i was for david you know we were we had a rough week you know if anybody's ever you know been in mediation in court it's not easy um but we were kind of like blown away like holy shit the arnold has been shut down for the first time and what has it been like 40 years or whatever this time. is obviously a really really big deal big deal and then you know everything transpired you know watching the show online you know without any crowd there no audience all of the competitors that i talked to said it was super weird just going out there and not seeing anybody i can't i can't hate on it i made a bet and got 300 bucks out of it so what was your bet it was like who was going to win the arnold it was between steve laris and uh alex camerano and i picked alex i so just picking just going from i did not watch the live stream just going from pictures i also picked alex great minds think alike um what made you what made you pick alex conditioning fullness 
very balanced. I think Steve was off. Who did you bet with? The one and only Mr. Pearson. Keon. Oh, okay. Well, um, Keon is friends with uh, with Steve. I believe so. Yeah. And he's already competed against uh, Alex. Correct. So maybe he thought to himself, well, Steve beat me at the Arnold, and I beat Alex, so Steve's got to be better, right? That's like an easy like layman's way to think of it. But Keon was not as good as he should have been at the Arnold, and he's considerably better now. 100%. So when he was at the New York Pro, he went against a very good Alex that I will say was not the best Alex. And I've seen Alex compete a, a bunch of times, and he is a very, very, very good bodybuilder. Very he is a very, very good. I will say that I think that Alex was his best at the Olympia, though. I think he brought it at the 100%. Right. And I've seen him really bring it uh, in the 212 division. I mean, we, saw him, we saw him beat, beat Cody. What did he place in 2019? Uh, I think he placed six. six yeah, he was six just out of the top Yeah, I think five. he placed six. Just out. So for the Arnold, I also thought that Alex was the – I actually thought he was the clear winner, to be honest with you. I, I think I said that to everybody. Based on conditioning. Yeah, yes. he, he – He's big. He has the hardness. He has the condition. And uh, I did not feel that uh, Rough Diesel was going to push at all. And I felt as far as Steve Loris goes, he just doesn't have the density uh, next to Alex. I personally think Rough Diesel should have got second against Steve. You might be denying it, but... I, you know I what? He, that was the best Rough Diesel that we've seen. Yeah. I mean, he did get second at the Arnold, didn't he? He did. You got second? Yes. He plays, he plays second behind Steve. Oh, that's Gatcher. true. Um, I've been a little bit hard on Steve Loris. He probably doesn't like me if he's listened to me in some of these interviews. I just um, – I think he has a great shape for sure. Crazy structure. Crazy. Um, for sure. I, I just – I think that he looks – he's very, very he, – he is very um, pleasing. Mm -hmm. sure. He just looks slight – of, yeah. of of muscle. Yeah, yeah, he's just like lacking that mass yeah. factor, you know? And there's guys that'll be dicks and they're like, oh, he looks like a swimmer. Like, that's being a little bit like over the top. He just doesn't, like, it's still bodybuilding to me. Yeah, you know? he just needs when to you, be when fuller on top. When he's standing next to heavily muscled guys, yeah. they, they just make him look small. Um, and, I, and, and for that reason, you know, when you put a guy that's going to be a little bit more round, you know, and hard, somebody like Alex. I thought Alex really did a great job at that show. So no, the, no, he was definitely the clear winner. What did you think of the open division? Not so well. I, I think that, that for the most part, this was an Arnold that I think most people probably already forgot. A little bit, a little bit upsetting. <laughs> it's so funny you say that because I actually already Yeah, I, honestly, <laughs> I'm trying to think of who won. <laughs> The Arnold this year. Honestly, I can't think of it when you asked me that question. And I, I was kind of shell shocked. I'm, I'm pretty sure William Bonac. Bonac won. Bonac won yeah. Yes, it came down to Bonac. Second Arnold. And um, I, think I think Sergio was in the mix. With Sergio was like seventh. Yeah, he no, was it a sixth? He got right out of top. Was five. it Dexter? It might have been Dexter. Third or yeah. second. Here, you know what? We have this lovely technology um, in cell phones. I'm gonna yeah, pull. I think Bonac was the clear winner. Um, one thing that I thought was pretty. Kuklo got fifth. One thing I thought was pretty funny about it was that Redcon went in and they wanted to be like title sponsors and do this big, you know, after party and like throw all this hoopla. And uh, they didn't get to, to do any of it because of the pandemic, the pandemic <laughs> blocked Redcon's activities. So they probably um, spent a lot of money. Yeah, no, I know. They, I know they did. Yes. Yeah, so so William Bonac in first, Dexter Jackson in second, yeah. Big Rami third. third. 
Steve Kublo fourth, Sergio fifth. Yeah, Cedric, Dexter, Dexter did a, a really Steve good Kublo job. Got fourth, fourth. Yeah, that's the mini Billy. Billy, that's Billy's uh, big brother. <laughs> <laughs> definitely say that. Um, it's good to see Kuklo in the mix. He's been he's been at it for a while, and then you know that show passes and. It gets crazier, right? Everybody starts getting more scared of the pandemic and everybody's getting on lockdown. We dropped our little at-home uh, training book, which wound up hitting at such a good time for us because we did 10,000 downloads of that one, which we were just hoping to get like 1,000, 2,000. So to do 10,000, you know, David was like, man, if you like doing these, let's keep let's doing keep them all the time. Them. And, yeah, I, and, I, sure. and I was, I told him, I was like, you know, it's, it's pretty fun for me. So um, I was impressed with how fast they did that. Especially and, how much uh, you can come up with at home. Using yeah. Bands. Well, I told everyone, I go, look, you know, it's a sad time. It's a scary time. There's going to be two groups of people that go through and come out of this pandemic. You're going to have the group of people that are going to be like miserable and my life sucks and I lost my job and fuck all this shit and I don't want to do anything. And then there's going to be the people who might have some of those things happening to them. But in their head, they're spending their days figuring out. How do I get through this? How do I get around it? What do I do to improvise? What do I do to innovate? And I knew that was going to be Blackstone Labs, you know, perspective. So I, I did all sorts of things that I've not ever really done during the pandemic. I got way into different aspects of social media and, and you know, coming up with different things with David that we could do to keep things fresh and moving along. And the website stayed strong, which we knew we we're going to have. Wholesale, wholesale go down because stores are closing. You know, we, it's sad for those guys. We we tried to do what we could to help the wholesale guys out, and some wholesale guys closed and will never come back. And then other wholesale guys figured out ways around it. You know, you have to evolve. Curbside pickup. Like you know, uh, obviously turning their store into more of an online store as well. You know, tending to every customer's need. I guess you would say. I mean. When you have all that extra time, you, you, you kind of have to. You there was a point where there was a point after the first month when the call center numbers dipped a lot. And um, we were pretty uh, disappointed. And uh, so we, we implemented some new rules. And I gave those guys a little video letting them know that, you know, I'm watching now. And I usually stay out of that that stuff. And I think they knew, like, okay, this is like, we better get it right. You know, you don't want to be the, the one guy that gets fired when PG never really fires anybody. So um, that following month, everything was fucking great. And the company has just been doing strong since then. Yeah, like, I mean, the call center had its best month the month after. Yeah. Ever. How much did you do, Billy, in the call center? What did the call center do altogether? You can say it. So um, for, for which month? Uh, the, the best month to this year. Yeah, it, we ended up doing, I believe, 330000 $330,000 yeah. in the call center. And it just attending to, to people's needs. There's people that, that want help and want to talk, and, and there's the time to do it. You know, that's what we want the call center for. So, yeah, and absolutely. we expanded the call center. We brought in uh, two, new people. two new people, which has yeah. been great. We hired them during the pandemic. And yeah. also, <laughs> a lot of these people that are in the call center, they're not desk jockeys. They're not people that don't know supplements. So you guys can ask questions. What should stack with what? What should do this? Most of them actually compete. A lot of them are trying to get their pro card right now. Like I did back when I was in the call center. No, we we encourage it. We even have uh, most of our uh, main athletes uh, also work with their own call center rep, and they can send their people into the call center rep. So it it, it all works out good um, for everybody to work together as a team. And um, yeah, and I think one one good move we made too is we hire Brittany. 
So, you know, we never, we've always kind of lacked the female element in the call center is usually just a bunch of dudes, but we, we've brought in a, a girl now, Brittany, who is really smart, yep. understands supplements, understands bodybuilding. Um, and she can kind of be that, that female voice, you know, for Blackstone, for our female customers who maybe don't feel comfortable talking to yeah. some 230 pound meathead, you know, and she, <laughs> she trains hard, she competes. Yeah. So, you know, she, she does it all. She, yep. she takes, she the walks the walk. Yep. Um, now we could do a whole entire, again, we could do a whole entire entire episode on the pandemic and conspiracy talk and all the other things that are going on. But we're all we're all glad to be back uh, in the gym, regardless of having to wear face masks or not. Some parts of the country don't even have uh, their gym is open yet, which no. is, sucks for those Northeast, guys. Northeast, they're, they're yeah. still screwed. So it's yeah. brutal for everybody up there. Um, so I feel the pain. Do you want to talk about anything that's happened recently? at all um like what like the shooting of george floyd no no not that but we could it was the choking of, of george floyd excuse me the choking yeah. of uh george floyd yeah. um we could talk about it a little bit i mean look guys um you had people that were trapped in the house for months and months and months and months and months watching nothing but tv builder building up all this anger and and resentment and and just extra emotions because they were, had nothing else to do other than watch the news. The news has been fueling all sorts of rage. And then you have a crazy cop that murders a guy in the street and tempers, temper, tempers are hot. People are going nuts. Um, I said my part on Instagram to be, to be honest with you, the one I'm not going to apologize for what I said. Cause I meant what I said. And I don't think that you should apologize in life when you mean, when you speak from your heart, your I, I do think that a lot of people took what I said the wrong way. And I didn't talk about anything with George Floyd because in my head, I was like, this is a no win situation. I, I have a lot of people that love Blackstone Labs that are police. I have a lot of people in Blackstone Labs that are police. I have family members that are police. I have friends that are police. And then you have, of course, the other side of the coin. So I think all the people that I know, everybody that I agree with is all in agreement that that cop did a very despicable act and should absolutely get charged with murder. And the guys that I know, like the COs that I know, I mean, they don't say this shit on the record, but they're like, yeah, somebody will turn and that guy wound up getting killed in jail. That's just the way it is. Yeah. So or he'll hang himself. Karma will get him now. What I spoke out on is that I just don't feel that the trashing of our country and the burning of cars and the, dest the destruction of monuments and things like that is okay. I just don't feel it is okay to act out in rage. Uh, and I, I never will think that that's okay. You know, that this kind of goes down into like the whole discussion of some parents want to teach their kids to not be bad by spanking them. And some people want to teach their kids not to be bad by reprimanding them or giving them, them timeouts. I personally think that what you meant was yes, all that, but also I think you meant all lives matter, not just one specific life. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. And everyone should work hard on what they do and not destroy something that's been built from different diversities. Well, I think that this, the, the destruction, what, what made me very frustrated is was the destruction and chaos on innocent people and innocent lives being being killed now uh, over a situation that the law was was going to sort out and 
possibly some things that will, will change from this for the better, I hope. Most likely this will happen again in 20 years, 30 years. That's just the way that the universe and, the li and, and, and life works. You know, history repeats itself numerous times. I think that the media really fun fueled this a lot, and it is an election year, and it makes complete sense that during a term when you have a president that's probably the most hated president that I've ever seen in my life. 100% um, the most hated president I've ever seen. You're going to see some crazy shit. I mean, I don't think that anybody would argue that this is not the craziest year that they've seen. Definitely the craziest year I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, we could talk about like 9-11. That was pretty crazy. You know, but 9-11 was fucking crazy. Pretty sure. nuts. I mean, and I was a kid. Yep, you know, I was too. like probably 12, but I was still old enough to understand like this is like a really crazy time to be yep. alive. And Billy's like 40, so I was like, <laughs> it's it had to be 31, like get it right. Um, 41. <laughs> And but you know I think I'd say this is the first year in, like in my adult life where we've just had so much back to back to yep. back to back. It's like you know I just want like things to be normal, man. Like why can't we just all respect each other? Like what? I don't understand it. I wouldn't say go back. To I don't the understand things. it. I would just say move on would be a better thing and get back to what we were doing and what we believe in. You know, I just um, think that, and I, I will stick to this no matter what. No one's going to talk me out of it. If you just wake up every day and try to be the best that you can be every day, a lot less of this shit will happen. Yeah. A lot less because sure. you're just too busy. As Neil Hill says it, everything in harmony. It's just true. Like, I, 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 look, you can get unlucky when you're doing that stuff. Absolutely. It's happened to me before, but, you know, I'm not going to go and, and, and complain about it. I mean, same, man. I mean, mm -hmm. we've had plenty of hardships, yeah. you know. 100%. Um, I don't know. I just think that... <sighs> Like you said, the, the media is is like they're. I feel like they're playing us against each I mean, other. Yeah, they are. They've know? been doing it. And they're since not even. And they're not. It's not, not even like a, a, a race thing, like a white versus black thing. It's like a belief versus belief yes. thing. Because there's plenty of black and white on both sides mm -hmm. of it, and it's almost like we're at a point now where if you believe something, you're just automatically stupid. You know, if it's different from yeah. what I believe, and like how ignorant is that to think that? You know, well, it's like if you don't choose one side. Then the other person's gonna hate you. That's that's if you what choose I'm saying. another side, yeah. vice versa. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so I, I've mostly kept my mouth shut through all this stuff Same. because it's just like I'm damned if I do, damned yeah. if I don't. You know, you know, you're you're, you're just you're just better off in, yeah. in that sense. And you know, there's so many arguments on on anything that you can do now if you don't if people do not agree with you. So mm. for me, I will say that 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 night I finally had enough of people bothering me about saying something. And one guy called me cowardly, and it just got me at the wrong time. And I was like, look, you might not like what I have to fucking say if I say what, I, what I'm going to say. So then what's going to happen, mm -hmm. you know? And um, like I said, not everybody's going to agree on everything. Uh, I do not think, though, also, that is it is okay to try to really force somebody to see your view on something no. aggressively. No. You know, I, I actually have never really wanted to put too much time into that in anything. Like if I tell you how to do something on a diet a certain way and you don't want to listen to me, then go do something else. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to keep trying to make you see it my way. Yeah. I want you to train a certain way and you like training is another way. I'm not going to force it. If I am going to go to the Catholic church and you're going to go to the Muslim, I'm not going to force that. I, I'd much rather focus on myself and doing the things that are best for me. And again, going back to my original point, which is what I was trying to say. Uh, if everybody does that, Things will be a lot better. I think that was the best message you can explain to people so anyone that hated on your post can understand you weren't trying to come at the way they were taking it. 
my opinion. No, I just probably watched too much Fox News, but we can move on. We can move on uh, now about to... <laughs> too much Tucker Carlson. Too much, too much Tucker Carlson. And I've been getting really into Charlie Kirk the past couple months, too. He's good. It happens when you're quarantined at home. Got nothing else to do but jack off and, um, you know, lift uh, some bands. End up watching the news. Um, all right, so now we are in... Uh, so now we're in the back to wearing masks again when you go to the gym, but apparently you can take them off if you can eat. When you yeah. well, I think it's, that it's, in the gym you can you can actually yeah. remove them. So you don't have to have it if you're eating, drinking, or exercising. So eating, drinking, and, and exercising. Yeah, I don't know. But Bil- anywhere else in East public, made it mandatory. You have to you wear have it the whole it. time. Really in the gym? Yeah, effectively. Dude, it's made like a post. in the in, in the order that says you don't have to do it while you're exercising. They literally made a post. I think Desiree posted it on the Instagram. I wonder if they're just pushing that out there because I was told that I had to have it to, to bring it in, yeah. which I did, and that I was cool once I was out there. Which it's crazy, they're pointing a laser gun at your head <laughs> to check your temperature. I mean, look, the gym yeah. I go to, like, we signed a waiver saying I won't sue them if I get COVID. Yeah. And that's it. Like, I don't know. They're, they're reasonable people. They assume their members are reasonable yeah. people. You know, and we all just wipe it down stuff after we use it. And, like, everybody at the gym I go to, at least, has been super respectful ever since the reopening like i, know, I think I so, people are so grateful just to be back yeah in the just gym. To be back in you know what i mean that no one's like acting a fool at no. least where i they're just happy i'm just, to I'm just be, different because i go to probably numerous gyms across boca town i mean look i'm cleaning everything when i when i'm in there and that's not something i i used to do before so Same. and Same. and i i've noticed that pretty much everybody else is so. yeah i mean i keep a little thing of hand sanitizer like in my Except car you have the dickhead that leaves the 45 so, like he plays on a leg press and you just want to do some cab raises and you just have to oh you still got people doing that in the gym i haven't seen oh come on i haven't seen it everywhere i mean that's always gonna happen <laughs> um <laughs> something i always say so that's uh our pandemic in a nutshell, there was obviously a lot more than that going on, but we do have some very old questions. Uh, and like I said, I apologize. We've just been out of here for so long and we're not even on camera, which uh, those of you who wait for the video podcast, um, you won't have one for this. Kind week. of upset. I wore a tanked up today, made sure I did arms before I came in. I actually was like, it's, it's kind of funny because uh, <laughs> things is big. <laughs> it's kind of funny because I, um, I haven't been shaving as much lately. And I was like, you know what? Should I uh, shave if I'm going to be on video? And then I was like, I'm driving the Ferrari today that the AC doesn't work on. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be all sweaty and melted by the time I get there anyway. My hair's going to be all fucked up, so screw it. So it actually did work out, I, I guess, better for me that we're not on well, camera. Well, I didn't shave, and uh, everyone knows me. I am one hairy bastard. So, Are you guys ready to answer some questions? Let's go. All right. So question number one. We got... Oh, we're not. We usually don't say the names, right? Well, some people will like request that you don't say their name in the message, but you act like I don't know. I used to read the name yeah. first, and then halfway through the message, I'm like, "Shit, they said no." Uh, since this one is about steroids, we'll leave his name out. Um, hey, PJ from Instagram here. I wrote to you before about my amazing experience with chosen one in Superstrol. Thank you. We like to hear stuff like that, and have experimented with Abnormal, which I loved. Triple dosing Abnormal was incredible, and I've never put on so much size so quick. But I'm really not trying to bulk right now. I stopped, and I'll be using it at a later time. I'm now on TRT, testosterone sipinate, 200 milligrams a week, doing every other day pinning back-to-back insulin syringes. Oh, okay. Uh, and wondering about adding Chosen One into my daily routine permanently as part of my HRT. I have heard people adding small amounts of EQ and DECA 
to their long-term HRT. What do you think of doing so with Chosen One? Since it has the half-life of 24 hours, I would perhaps do one tab a day. Uh, at this point, I care more about health and quality of life, increasing strength, energy, and just feeling good and steady fat reduction rather than straight bodybuilding. Uh, due to mindless morning meetings, I rarely make it to the Insta Lives anymore, but I use many of your products regularly and love your podcast. Thank you for all you do. Your products have had a positive impact on my life. So, in a nutshell, wants to get lean, run in uh, 200 megs a week, test, doing it every other day. Um, I don't know if that's really necessary. You could probably just do split it in, in half and just do 100 twice a week if you wanted to have it more even. That's a lot of pain, unless he's doing sub-Q, but... I don't think he is. I mean, he's doing. He's basically doing twenty-five milligrams. I mean, for every what it's day. for what it's worth, not to be like the opposite of you guys, but I actually notice less side effects when I do EOD pinning, even with sip. Like yeah, but even with that low of a dose. I think well, maybe the lowest I've gone in a while was five hundred, so maybe it would be different at two. Um, but I, especially for me, like I'm more estrogen sensitive. Mm -hmm. I noticed when I was doing like big shots, like just twice a week. I got way more side effects. So, so for me, when I when I was doing um, anything over 500, I did it every other day. Every other day. Well, um, that might be the thing. Though. But when I do like um, TRT, like a 200, uh -huh. I just split it in half, like Monday and Friday type thing. When I do TRT, I just do one shot a week on a Monday. Usually, you know, I always, I always, I always. If I'm split. upping it, like let's say 375, and you're doing 125, I'll do it Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I just personally think I don't really like. I personally don't like fat, uh, slow esters. I actually like a Sustanon blend. Um, I was fortunate to be able to take one, and I really like it. And I've gotten great results. I actually just got my blood work back. At 375 milligrams a week, I got up to 1,800 nanograms, which is actually amazing. It's pretty yeah, good. It's really yeah. good. I, I used Sustanon for years and then switched to SIP last year, switched back to SIP. And I have to say, man, I actually think, like, SIP is stronger. I love SIP. In my opinion. Like, that uh, – I Our doctor like, has man, a super test that I like a lot, which is half sip, half an anthony, half an anthony and a little yeah. bit of probe that I like a lot. Yeah. Um, and I actually, so what I usually do is I actually cut my sip in half and I mix them together. So my, my actual total milligrams are not much different. 100%. But you're just getting that little bit of variety in. Yeah. Um, I and I, regular sus, like the isocaparate and undecoinate. Yeah, I think that's I, I don't know. I just don't feel like they. I feel do they have a. Yeah, I feel like, like those. Feel that like was done more as like a marketing move to for say sure. like you know yeah. we can do all for these sure because it's such a little amount. Like yeah, it's yeah, you, like you get so little out of that milligram amount that they have in there because the ester is so large. Yep, you know, so long too. Decanate three weeks. Yeah. Um, to answer his question, I think that added in, adding in a chosen one a day would make him harder, um, and probably make him feel a little bit stronger in the gym. He wouldn't have to worry about anything as far as estrogen or any estrogenic side no, effects. Definitely not estrogen. And if he was talking about doing that versus added in like EQ or DECA and just wanting to stay lean, I think that he would be be really happy with the results. Yeah, I think that's probably a better choice than adding in e either EQ or DECA. I would at least give him his body a break. Maybe yeah, like, I do like still six weeks on. Yeah. Two weeks off, six weeks on, two weeks off. Even 16. I mean, even like if you're just taking at least some break from it, because, you know, we all know. You take something long enough, your body just adjusts. To yeah, it. It just yeah. gets accustomed. You won't to get it. you won't get the same results. And then you know, he didn't say those. anything about uh, Arimidex in here. Um, so obviously, if you're not using Arimidex, adding in a little bit of Arimidex would dry you out more too. Yeah. And you could actually, if you if you aren't if you don't want to go that route, you could add in some Arimastain, which is Eradicate, and 
you would maximize the testosterone that you have and you you would dry out more from that. That's as well. actually a good question because I'm gonna actually ask a question. PJ, um, I read about exemestine, aromacin. Mm -hmm. Is it harsh on your? Uh, is it less harsh on your uh, your cholesterol than arimidex is, or is it worse? Uh, I think that they're all pretty harsh on your because I your read I read exemestine is actually the least out of all the aromatists. Uh, you can try and see like depending on how long you're gonna run it, it i just don't think it's effective as remedex that's definitely sure it's definitely different yeah um you know i i could see i've seen the studies too where like it is supposed to be safer for your hdl um but, but they work totally different one's suicidal one's yeah. non-suicidal so Correct. with aromasin if you take too much you're screwed yep you know with the, with the remedex you can fix the problem fast so quick. too yeah within a few days yep. so say i'm taking too much aromasin I'm done for like three weeks. You're going to feel horrible for a long period oh, trust of time. Me, I've been down that road. That's the, yeah. the reason why I like Reminex the most is because you can figure it out pretty fast and you can change things very fast with it. You know, so if you're using a half of a milligram, you know, every other day versus half a milligram every day or one milligram every day, when you start making these changes, you know, you notice it within a few days. Exactly. And like Billy said, you don't want to wait. You don't want to screw, screw yourself up and yeah, wait a while. Yeah, it adds time. up the, yeah. milligram, the milligram per day. Well, I think it's micrograms. No, it's milligrams. Yeah, generally 12. like 25 milligrams of aromasin is equal to one milligram of aromadex roughly. Um, but it's that it's that suicide inhibition that makes it so different. Mm -hmm. So like you'll have like a delayed effect with aromasin both ways. So beginning it and stopping it. Aromasin is the same way. That's why they say to, to load it a certain way and then taper off of it. Nobody so come really up does and that come down. Yeah, I've never heard that either. Yeah, um, I, I, I'll have to show you some interesting stuff I found on Remistain that I was reading about. So your point blank to answer his question, he would say, yes, chosen one would be effective to stay lean and stay hard um, and feel great. But we would recommend to maybe do cycle it on and off. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be on the if he's staying on the, the the TRT, no matter what, I would say. Throw it in for a month. See how much difference you, you feel in a month. Just yeah. one day, you'll you'll get a lot out of that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's wise to cycle anything that's not bioidentical. Yes. Right? So, like testosterone and growth hormone, right? Bioidentical hormones, you can take them year round because your body knows what those those hormones are, knows exactly what to do with it. You're never really going to grow accustomed to those things. If you're taking something that's not bioidentical, like chosen one, it'd be smart to cycle it because you will just adjust to it over time. Yeah. It's like if you take an opiate, right? If you take an opiate for seven days straight, by the eighth day, you're starting to adjust to it. You're not mm -hmm. going to feel the same anymore. Hell no. Yeah. All right. Uh, again, we'll leave the name out on this next one. I am presently taking the GH as directed of three pills at night. It is working great, taking it as an alternative for prescription levodopa for my Parkinson's. The effects start to wear off about four to five hours before the next dose. I was wondering if the dose could be split and taken in half morning and half at night to maybe prevent the downtime. The shaking gets really bad during the downtime. Would it work like that or does it still have to be all taken at night? So here's the deal with that one. For starters, we never want you guys to mess with your medicine. Uh, from the doctor. Uh, now, if you're talking with your doctor and you are explaining these things to them and the doctors then tell you that they're okay with you lowering your doses based on everything that you tell them, then that's on the doctor because we are not doctors. Um, so I would not advise you to stop taking your prescription meds there. And to answer your question about the GH, I would suggest adding another dose of the GH in, not cutting it in half, and then still using your prescription medicine and talking to the doctor about that. So you would not get the same effect by splitting the GH. 
in half. You you just need another dose of it. Yeah, just point blank. If you wanted yeah. to do, I think it's three pills. Yes, yes I'll do. May possibly do three pills, maybe morning and three pills night, as long as it's like not making you tired during the day or anything like that. Um, make sure that you tell that your your doctor exactly what you're taking. Like you know, when we had uh, Jen Strobe on here and she talked about how she uses the glycolog and this and that, she she talks a lot with her doctor. So her doctor knew exactly what she was doing. Yeah, and he he liked glycolog a lot too. She still uses eight units of uh, Humalog uh, daily. So, you know, she did say that she was using less insulin since using glycolog, but not stopping it. So make sure, guys, something like this, you know, Parkinson's medicine, that yeah, you're, it's very you're, not, serious. you're not just abruptly stopping the medicine yeah. and, and that you're really talking about it with the doctor. Just and if you don't have doctor. a doctor who you can't, who can talk, can't talk about that stuff with, Find a new doctor. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? In this you, day and age, just yeah. find a new doctor. You got to find doctors who are going to listen to you as the patient. Yep. Not tell you to take a prescription and it's not doing anything for you. That is like causing side effects or just causing your problems. Let's say Parkinson's getting worse. So. Um, next question. I ordered three bottles of Methaquatic Stream. What is the best way to cycle this product? I'm 41 years old. And have never used steroids or pro-hormones before, so I'd like to cycle this product in a way that will give me the least amount of side effects. I don't need to put on any more muscle and size quickly, as I've been strength training for many years, and I already have a good amount of natural size. I play the long game, and I like to make gains slow like a turtle. I have read that it is best to take pro-hormones with food, but your product says to take one pill an hour before training. I have read that a cycle of two weeks on, two weeks off with PCT, is best for the least amount of side effects. Any advice would be appreciated. Thank you. Well, I would not recommend only doing two weeks on the PCT. Yeah, that's the first thing that I, yeah. that's the first bad advice that you and guys you said you were in long game. So with long game, I think this would make sense for you since you bought three bottles to maximize your cycle to the fullest. I would start with one pill pre-workout, maybe with your pre-workout meal. So if, in case pills upset you, and then maybe in the second month, I would up it to two pills and then titrate back down to one pill. So that way, you're not seeing that many side effects when you lower the dose. And then PCTF. Yes. That's exactly how I would suggest doing Same. it. Same. And, and, you know, you've never used any steroids or pro-hormones before. You picked a very good one. And you should have everything covered by just taking that one product. Uh, you do want to take it. You know, if you wanted to split the other one up and not take both of them before you train, you could. But that that's one product that you're actually going to get a good boost in your workout yeah. out of. And that's why it is, it is suggested taking it. Yeah. It's because um, uh, if, if you notice, you get 150 milligrams of androsterone. Androsterone has a four-hour half-life. So you want to use that androgenic effect right away. When I mean androgenic effect, I mean male-like characteristics. Aggression, uh, you know, pump, more strength. That's why it's recommended to take a pre-workout. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have way better workouts. You're going to be stronger. The PCT on something like this, the, the longer that you stay on anything, the more thorough your PCT should be. Um, and at this point, I pretty much PCT most of our customers the same way. And I, I really like them to do Apex Mail with the PCT5. 100%. And there are other things that you could add on if you wanted to go like really balls out in your PCT. But that's the key is you should want to be doing Apex Mail and PCT5. Hopefully, doing four weeks of that, you are able to come back fast. You might need to stay on Apex Mail the whole time, though, when you're off of the pro hormone. I would that's suggest just, that. That's just to be expected. Yeah. You know, you, you especially can't, for especially age, you're 41. You can't, you can't crash out your, your hormones when 
you're 40 years old and then be on a strong pro hormone for a few months and then just think it's just going to pop back in four weeks. I mean, it could happen, but most likely it wouldn't. So you, you would, and listen, apex male, people show me their blood work all the time going up 150, 200 points on apex male. I mean, it's 100%. pretty impressive. So that's something that not only would help you keep a lot of the gains when you cycle off this stuff, but it'll have you staying good, feeling good and keep you in a good, you know, mentally, I think that you should feel good knowing that, all right, I, I, I went through this pro hormone phase. And now I'm in my PCT. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm not feeling miserable. And I can stay like this until I want to push it hard again. Because uh, Apex Male really helps balance out its estrogen, testosterone, um, your sex drive, just overall feeling good. So being at the age of 41, if you still want to make your wife happy in bed, you better stay on that Apex Male for sure. <laughs> good sales pitch. That's a great sales <laughs> I actually saw a guy recently that, that uh, I was pretty impressed. He showed me his blood work. He was um, 252, which is very low. Um, and the apex male, when he went back in after a couple of months of apex male, he was at 454. So I, I told him, I was like, damn, you freaking doubled, you know, almost doubled your, your numbers, your numbers. That's pretty damn good. You know, for just taking apex, apex male. I mean, yeah. if you can get a couple hundred more points, you're going to feel a lot better for sure. Uh, let's see what else we got going on here. Hello, PJ and other host. This is the guy that likes Sammy. Um, Thank you. Would you like Sammy to answer the whole question? I'm going to let Sammy answer this whole question and, unless he says something that I just absolutely disagree with. I don't think so. This is going to be. This is going to be. <laughs> Maybe you will. Me and the other host will sit this one out. Uh, I would like you to explain a little bit more about how suppression works while being on prohormones or something like a SARM, for example, LGD. I understand how suppression of natural testosterone occurs while on certain compounds, but I don't quite understand how blood work will show exogenous testosterone suppressed while on cycles. Maybe I have incorrect or incomplete information. I understand how suppression of natural testosterone occurs while on compounds, but I don't quite understand how blood work will show exogenous testosterone suppressed while on a cycle. I am on TRT and running a cycle of injectable LGD. When I get my levels checked, they're about 400 points lower than they ever were before. Pre-cycle, my test usually ran about 600 to 800. And now on cycle, my labs are coming back 200 to 400. For me, it is a noticeable difference. Again, I totally understand that running compounds like LGD will lower natural testosterone levels, but I also thought that they couldn't lower exogenous testosterone levels. I'm utilizing Testopel as my source of exogenous testosterone. So maybe that's the differentiator. <laughs> I appreciate any education that you can give uh, on this, thank you. I can answer this question two ways. The first thing he said, injectable LGD, is that correct? Injectable LGD, yeah. Okay, so it has a high binding affinity. It's binding to your androgen receptors. So, and I've seen countless blood works just on forms of guys taking injectable LGD, and also known as Maglone. And it has, even being on TRT, it has lowered their testosterone, even though it's exogenous, it has a very bi high binding affinity. So it can actually lower testosterone but there's another thing there's a the other way i can answer this maybe your test is just not that good in my opinion well he said he's using the pellet right testopel yes yeah i mean that's not that's not really it's like really a hard the best way to yeah. answer it but i mean I, I think what he might be seeing and this is just my my opinion when using a pellet you might be having oh, those, he's using a pellet. those ups, ups and downs, downs. Oh, so I, I, yeah. I do not like when the he pellet. said i would think oh, that so would be the real issue. so let me actually so a pellet's going to release slowly, correct? Yeah, pretty sure. 
and you only get certain spurts throughout the day or yeah. throughout the week. So I think that's what's happening. So yeah. say you take your pellet and it only lasts you a month. You got to know it's going to shoot you real up high, but every week and it go lower and lower. So I think, and then being, if you're at a, if it spikes you up before you started the LGD and you're at, I think you said 400 and something nanograms, and then you go down to 200 nanograms, it's because it's all that testosterone is titrating down. That's exogenous. And then it's leaving you right back to where your starting point is, where your doctor's a dumbass, in my opinion. Um, and that's why you should be on injectable testosterone. Uh, as a TRT dosage, and I would think of more suitable where it wouldn't suppress you would be like something at 200 milligrams a week. It's not be prescribed, and this is just me for just saying in my opinion. Um, that's why, but get back to what I was saying about Magnolone, LGD injectable, it is a uh, thing that has a very high binding affinity, so it is going to suppress you. It is going to suppress you a lot, and I've taken Magnolone myself, and I know the effects of Magnolone. It's great. The pumps are fucking great. High blood pressure, of course, but... That's the reason I would, if I had to answer your question, I would go to your doctor, get off the pellet, and switch to more of an injectable form. Yeah, I've ha had a lot of people say that they did not have good results in the pellets. Yeah, pellets work nice in theory, where I think you're supposed to slowly break down a certain amount every single day. I just don't think your body works that way. You know, I think that it will eventually eat away at the pellet yep. as as it wants to. Yeah. Some days you'll have big bolus amounts going well, in, and then some days it won't here, do anything. Here's you know? a little analogy. What's the point of finding the buried tre the treasure that's up a mountain and you get the treasure or climbing and then you can't get the treasure because your energy levels are so down that you can't make it up the mountain. You have to go back down and take your pellet again to make it back up the mountain. You're basically <laughs> repeating so much that was gold. bullshit <laughs> in my opinion. And I'm not making fun of anything like that. I hope you still trust my opinion and stuff like that. But I just think you would be a lot happier a lot happier person if you actually switch to a more injectable or something's keeping you more stable and going to if you listen to podcasts earlier when we talk about uh, keeping your shots twice a week to keep your balanced blood levels that way you won't feel as shitty being on magnolone and it won't suppress you in your blood work as much if that makes sense to you so here's what i would be interested to know in, in his blood work so he's talking about his total testosterone yep. numbers, right? So what it, what is his free testosterone? That's what I would like to know. Yeah, I would like to know that if also. Because Sammy is right, the LGD has a much higher binding affinity to the AR than, than testosterone. What it could do is actually be raising his free testosterone. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't really feel this crazy difference, yeah. you know what I mean? Because his free test is actually gonna be higher. Yeah. Um, so I think just going off of one number on your blood work it's hard to really nail it down you gotta look at the ratio. i would say like just based on everything in the question the pellet is the issue has not to the be LGD. but there's probably you know there's ways that you could perfect i guarantee yeah. his perfection like perfecting this error that's going on is him taking a proper dosage of remedex that his doctor prescribes him and getting on a more injectable trt dosage well, he wanted uh, that was he wanted Sammy to weigh in on that, so you got a good Sammy answer there. Um, next question. Hey guys, I have another one for you. Uh, I heard PJ say that you can tell that you can pretty much. I heard PJ say that you can tell when you pretty much uh, your 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 grammatical error is throwing me off, sir. Uh, hold on, let me go back and 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 start this one more time. Third time's a charm. I heard PJ say that you can pretty much tell that your workout is done. When you lose your pump, after that, you enter the realm of diminishing returns. Here's my problem. I seem to lose my pump about 30 minutes in. I've tried all vasodilators, NO booster, pump formulas, and combinations of them all. The latest was a mega dosing glycerol, 10 grams pre, and all it seemed to do was flush me out. 
I actually lost vascularity. I know my carbs are good. I eat at least 200 grams pre-workout and 300 to 400 throughout the day. Water is on point. I get at least a half gallon pre-workout and finish a whole gallon in the day. My intuition is telling me that I am a good candidate for two shorter training sessions inside a day, but with family and training, my clients, that's a very difficult thing to do. I'm cycling injectable LGD and I've heard it can make you go flat fast. You got the last one. I would simply slam more carbs. It, I'm going to agree to it. But I really don't want to put on unnecessary fat. Below is a current pick so you can see, get an idea of where I'm at. Any advice is great. P.S. More important question. Would you rather have semi-bad herpes for a year or have to do 100 burpees every day for a year? 100 burpees. Uh, P.S.S. I really appreciate the customer service. Um, Blackstone provides from your call center to your email team and your rep slash athletes. Every single person has been amazingly helpful. Well, that is awesome. So thank you for saying that. Yeah, He's good in good shape. He's in good condition. I'll show you guys what he looks like. Before we get into the serious stuff, I will tell you that I would. I think I would actually take the not so bad herpes for a year, especially this year. You're not really going anywhere, and as long as you can't pass that around anybody, oh, just just a year. You would take herpes for half a year than rather do a burpees. 100 burpees a day for a year. Do you is realize your body's going to get used to 100 burpees and you're going to be able to knock them out in two seconds? Burpees, are, burpees do suck. Burpees they, burpees suck. They but suck. I think herpes and really sucks. Herpes, herpes <laughs> you can go a whole year without them flaring up. Yeah, but still, it's even, if it's, the even if it's laying dormant, bro, I've seen flare-ups. <laughs> you probably have to, to yeah. get a little bit more serious in the question. Am I allowed to take Vagisil? Like, you know, there's there's a lot. If I, if I'm, if I just have it, and maybe I got one little outbreak, which just so means it's six. So it's so it's six months, right? One flare up a month. Oh, you have to get one flare. I'm, up a I'm month? saying one flare up a month. Does that change your? your yeah, your, that would change it. What would okay. your? How would you answer that question, Billy? Like, what would? Oh, you Oh, so his original question? No, no, no. The before that, we'll go that because I, I know people who have had herpes and they haven't had outbreaks in years. Yeah, I know. I know. Same. But I heard when they get them. Oh, yeah. I banged a girl that told me that she had herpes after we had sex. Oh, my God. And I was like, she told me when she was driving home, and I, I was like, why the fuck would you, would you do this and tell me after when we did not use a condom? And she's like, well, I, I, I thought that you'd be upset and not want to have sex with me. And I was like, upset? I want to punch you in the face right now. <laughs> I would have used a condom. Why would you do that? And so then I, I freaking went to Planned Parenthood. I was all stressed out. And then it was kind of funny because, like, a week later, I had an ingrown hair down there, and I, like, Pulled the doctor aside. He, he was like, "That's an ingrown hair," and I was like, <laughs> "Tested the follicle. Everything was good. So I, 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 I passed, but it was a scary time." But one so. of the first girls I ever screwed around with, like she had shaved, you know, and she had like, you know, you get the shave spots, yeah, little right? bumps, and that's what I thought it was at first. Yeah. I was like, "Man, is that fucking herpes?" I didn't care. I still went in because I was like fourteen. You know, what I mean, like I'm not screwing up this one chance yeah. I got. <laughs> <laughs> but until I, I understood what they were, I was like, "Holy shit, man!" Like, I think that. I think that's fucking herpes. Yeah. Scary. A lot, I bet you a lot of guys have seen those uh, ingrown hairs and thought. Uh, that yeah, bro. They I might had one on my side and I, it popped and I was just like, okay, thank God. Uh, so without talking too much about the herpes, let's answer this guy's questions. I think um, Billy should answer this, but I'm going to agree. Super easy. All right. So go salt. for it, Billy. Guarantee this man. I had a feeling that, that salt was going to be the I guarantee this. How is food. your intake in a lot of carbs, man? Like, take this. I mean, he just, he just, he named off everything that he does. He's drinking adequate water. Yep. He's taking all sorts of crazy pre workouts to try and get a pump. I mean, he's eating right. If he's, he said he's, what, eating 300 carbs a day. Yeah, and he's lean. He's in good shape. Yeah, he's in pretty good shape. Good. Um, so I think his, his issue is, is salt. Uh, if he would just add some salt to his meal, start off with a quarter teaspoon every meal. Yeah, and I like guarantee it. you're not going to have There's a There's so many people who have told me that they've had issues. 
with pumps and it almost always comes down to he said it was water so it, it almost always comes down to water and salt yes. i mean sometimes when people tell me like taking a mega dose of glycerol come on you need sodium. The well, sodium he, is huge. His mind's in the right place yeah. where he's like trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? But 100%. I think salt is just such an overlooked thing in bodybuilding. Absolutely. It's been demonized for so long. Because like, people think they're going to hold I water. have clients that, that are like terrified when I tell them to yeah. salt in their meals. And then they, they, they text me a week later and they're like, holy shit, man. Like I look harder. Yep. I feel it's better. It, it's, it's an essential mineral. Yeah. <laughs> I've been salting it. everything hard for years. Yes. Um, some, of, some of us need it way more than others. But, you know. I w- the only reason I didn't put salt in the hyperloaded is because it's got such a unfortunately like negative stigma around it Absolutely. from people that don't know yep. as much. Uh, but I, I usually tell most of my people to, to take some salt before you go to the gym and train. So salt your food and uh, even get a little bit of if, if you're using the hype and stuff like that, throw a little bit of salt in there. You, you, you'll, Two you'll scoops. notice it. You, and you got that, the potassium. That, that's in there. probably so many people's issue. 100%. It's either. You're not drinking enough water or the sodium's not letting the water stay where it needs. Or you can yeah, do exactly. Pedialyte. They, they a lot of people think that, like, oh, maybe, maybe I'll take some potassium or this and that, and it, it's it's almost always salt. Yeah. Um, yes, I drink a Pedialyte every morning. You can drink a Pedialyte also, but you still need salt. 100%. Um, let's see. Was that the last one? Yep. That was the last one. So uh, I'm sorry that we, uh, we went – so long and those questions were from march actually um better late than never yeah we can start doing this more often guys now that we're back um and if we didn't get too into anything we just wanted to get something out for you guys and we'll start getting into some more fun stuff it was actually the fastest text i've ever seen the group chat answer two seconds i saw billy say let's do it and you yeah, no, I, I've been saying for a while it would be good. Yeah, to, we to talked about it a little together. bit during quarantine. Yeah. And we were like, oh, maybe we'll go to PJ's house and do it. Or maybe we'll just go to the office and do it. But, you know, I think I, I enjoy doing this. I yeah. don't know about you guys. I fucking you know? love and it. And I, I thought, you know, we didn't throw any questions together um, so we could just ramble. But there, there actually was some some decent questions in right. there. Actually, all, all those questions were good questions. So yeah. thank you for submitting them. That's what we, we love to help you guys out. And uh, we have some guests here. So we're going to go down. Who, who's here? We have... Uh, Jose and Terrence from Vegas Discount Nutrition. Vegas Discount Nutrition. If you live out in Vegas, that's where you go to get your subs. Those guys are awesome. And, uh, oh, I wanted to talk about it in the beginning, and we didn't. Epi Smash. Epi Smash. So by the time you guys listen to this, which should be pretty soon, Epi Smash is in the bottling phases, and I would be very surprised if it wasn't around by the time of Independence Day. That seems to be the, the rumor going around town. So very, very soon. I'm going to start shooting some fun uh, content on Epi Smash, getting really down and dirty into these ingredients and what they do and, and why the liposomal technology makes them so much better than anything else and why all of us, even us meatheads and juice heads, are going to use Epi Smash. And, of course, all the natural competitors and trainers, you have something that's going to take your whole natural training to the next level as well. So, so you guys don't have to be afraid of taking anything. That's right. All right. Well, do you guys have anything you want to add before we get out of here? Billy Small. Billy is uh, nine weeks out from North Americans. Yep. Sammy is training for the Olympia. Everybody's doing good. Yeah. I don't have anything else to say to Billy. Do you? No. I mean, I'm, I'm glad we did this. Got the old crew back together again. Yep. Band's back. Let us know what you, what you guys thought. Um, hit me up. Email. 
whatever the email is for this. What is it? Ask PJ Brown. Submit your questions. We'll answer them all. And that is it. As always, peace out. Bye.